letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Rusty Ray with today's WCCO All Local. Today's stories include a decision about the nuclear plant in Monticello after another leak. Lawmakers pull an all-nighter to vote on transgender rights, a special light display tonight in downtown Minneapolis, and rock royalty coming to the Twin Cities. But first, Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty announced two additional adults have been charged in connection with the murder of 23-year-old Zariah McKeever in Brooklyn Park last year. We were able to bring these additional charges because we never stopped investigating even after the police made their initial arrests. And we will continue our work until justice is done for Zaria McKeever. Two teenagers shot McKeever. Authorities say her ex-boyfriend ordered the shooting. The teens will serve time in a juvenile correctional facility in Red Wing. McKeever's family is not happy with their deal. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission is monitoring XL Energy's Monticello nuclear plant as it repairs a broken pipe that has caused radioactive water to leak again. In the meantime, the plant is shut down at least through the weekend. The NRC's Victoria Mittling spoke with Chad Hartman this afternoon. While the on-site leaks of this nature do not have a pathway to impact public health, the plant is still required to track these leaks so they can understand them and stop them. Plant officials say this weekend shutdown may actually coincide with a regularly scheduled refueling shutdown. Governor Tim Wall says Minnesotans deserve transparency about the situation and to know that their health is not at risk. I think today was a the expectation that Minnesotans have a very quick notification that this had happened and a very, I think, uh, aggressive decision to shut the plant down for now. Walsh maintains there will be no interruption to energy and power delivery from XL Energy. A bill protecting people who seek or provide gender-affirming care in Minnesota from legal action appears to be well on its way to the governor's desk. The Minnesota House passed the Trans Health Refuge Bill very early this morning after an all-night debate. It comes as GOP-led states nationwide propose and enact bans on gender-affirming medical services for minors. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan says Minnesota will remain one of the best states for families. Gender-affirming care is medically based, it's evidence-based, and there are physicians um, who uh, are experts in this area. And the most important thing is that this care should be between a patient and their family and their physician, uh, and not up to us. Iowa and South Dakota have banned gender-affirming care for minors. While many will look to catch another glimpse of the northern lights in central Minnesota tonight, it's blue and yellow lights that several families will gather to see in downtown Minneapolis. Julia Burgess and her family had just celebrated their daughter Vivian's third birthday on November 10th, 2016, and then the unthinkable happened. And three days later, she died in her sleep. She was completely healthy, had actually just been to the doctor that week for her three-year-old checkup. Nothing wrong with her. Burgess says Vivian's death was categorized as sudden unexplained death in childhood, or SUDC. Tonight, the 35W Bridge, the Lowry Avenue Bridge, and the IDS Tower will all be illuminated in blue and yellow to honor SUDC Month. Burgess is now a board member of the SUDC Foundation. 37 Minnesota families are registered with the foundation. This can happen to anyone. It's very rare, but we want to make sure people know about it. And if you know someone that this has happened to, that you know that there's an organization out there to help you. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. And finally today...
Queen with Adam Lambert is coming back to the XL Energy Center later this year. The Rhapsody Tour is its first in four years. It hits the X October 27th. Tickets go on sale March 31st. That's today's WCCO All Local. For more of our podcasts, interviews, and stories, go to WCCORadio.com or download the Odyssey app. Make it a great life. I'm Rusty Ray, News Talk 830 WCCO.